0: The Art of Relationships radio show is copyrighted. No one is to use in part or full any portion of the show without express written consent from myself, Greg Dazinski or The Art of Relationships. Thank you.
1: Licensed Relationship and Sex Counselor, Greg Doszynski, also known as Master G, The Art of Relationships will cover crucial elements in rebuilding emotional and physical intimacy in your romantic relationships. He will also welcome live calls from listeners and helping with these very challenges. Heard of the old, repetitive, and tiresome tit-for-tat arguments? Greg gets to the root of couples' challenges in a quick, matter-of-fact format, plus applies compassion and humor. Join in discovering how to improve your romantic relationship and your own life. Listen, laugh, and climax to a happier you. Greg is a licensed professional counselor in the state of Michigan, (laughs) but to some of us, he is simply known as Master G.
0: Hey, welcome everybody. This is Greg Dazinski, Licensed Professional Counselor and Relationship and Sex Specialist. And this is, of course, the Art of Relationships radio show. I'm going to give you the call-in number. It's a new call-in number started Sunday night. Uh, It's a little bit of a pain. But well, just a few extra digits than normal, okay, but it's going to be a lot smoother, can engage a lot more people on there. So here it is: seven one, two, seven seven, five, seven zero, three, five, and then you enter five, seven, five, zero, nine nine, the pound sign, okay, seven one, two, seven seven five, seven zero. Three five then five seven five zero nine nine the pound, okay. Uh, write that down, engrave it, get it tattooed on your booty. You know, then you might not be able to see it. <laughs> okay, tonight we're gonna sort of juice it up a little bit. And if everybody heard the news that just got released from the UK, Great Britain, and the British Journal of Sexuality, and medical journals as well. i want to give props to them. We're going to talk about penis size, and today in homosexuality, I asked about topics for tonight's show, and we talked about sexual behaviors, penis size, and talked about trying to Tie in sexual behaviors and boredom together, okay? You can join me on live chat. Of course, as always, if you're using the Art of Relationships Radio Show's app on for Apple or Android devices, you can also go to Spreaker.com slash user slash Greg, G-R-E-G, and then dzinski. D-U-D-Z-I-N-S-K-I. You can listen to the show that way as well. And hopefully links on Facebook will help. And you can you know, join me on live chat. And like I said, I'll give the number out one more time. And I'll give it out later on in the show as well. I'd love to hear from you. And I want to hear from the ladies out there. Or I want to hear from the guys out there too. If there was a complaint that maybe they were too small or didn't measure up and I'm gonna sort of get rid of some myths out there around or circumventing nice choice of words around penis size out there okay made me feel better pumped up my ego after hearing this we're talking about this in class earlier today so Write the phone number down, please. Keep it handy. 712-775-7035. and then you enter five seven five zero nine nine. The pound sign. And that'll get you right into it's a conference call setup. But I can I have a lot greater control over that, and can take a lot more callers at the same time, and a lot easier if I put you on hold. And every, not that I want to do that, but it's just going to be a lot easier, a lot more smoother, and a lot more respectful for the callers calling in, and that's you. Because, of course, that's what the show's all about, right? How's everybody doing out there on this uh, hump night? Hopefully everybody is getting freaky, or maybe... What if you're not in a relationship? Can you get freaky with yourself? And I talked about that, right? The menage de moi, meaning self-gratification, masturbating. Okay, (laughs) getting on. I'm going to start, kick it off with penis size. Again, the United Kingdom, the British, Journal of Sexuality, and... Concert, I should say, with the British Medical Journal, they did a study of penis size. Now, who the hell would want to study condom manufacturers um, to throw out the myths out there, and who would pay for this study, right? Maybe to help guys out there, and ego boosts and confidence boosters out there, but they did. Multicultural, which means they did Jewish, Great Britain, American, African, German, Asian, all over. A ton of cultures. And I can't remember. I think there was, uh, don't quote me on this, I think there was close to 75 to 100 different cultures. And this was the first time a study like this. They did not ask people or guys, I should say, to measure their cock, their penis, right? They did not ask. They measured it themselves. They did it flaccid, which means limp, right? Everybody knows that. They did it stretched out limp. Oh my God, be like a slinky, right? (laughs) And then they did it erect, right? So I don't know if the guys they are measuring them, they got played with ahead of time or you know what, looking at porn or maybe they had some hot looking women to arouse them to get them erect, but anyways, whatever they use to get them erect, okay, the average length is, believe it or not, five point one inches, just over five inches and now you heard me say numerous, oh my God, months and months ago, the average. Penis was between four and a half inches erect to six inches. So, this is right in that ballpark. So, average erect length is 5.1 inches. So, guys out there, they're telling you they're 10 inches, right? Either they don't know how to measure or they're measuring from their anus, from their asshole, and that doesn't count, right? You don't measure from there. You measure from where it meets the the body, right? And you don't get into measuring from your anus. That don't count. That's cheating, right? So there's a class discussion and this goes out. I mean, this is an age-old conversation about does penis size matter. So now, you know the average, doesn't matter culture and all that. Yeah, there's some smaller, some bigger. But the average is four, five, can't talk, 5.1 inches, okay? So you're hard, you give her all your five inches, right? Now, talking to ladies, they, and the big thing, can a penis be too big? Yes, you hear women out there, yeah, they can be too big. And I also, once in a great while, I get a woman that I hear, it could be a student, client, whatever. Greg, there ain't no penis too big for me. <laughs> and they sit there and laugh and joke around. I was like, holy shit, you need a cavity crotch or something. But you look at the situation and, you know, can they be too small? And I've heard, yes, they can be. So, it freaks us guys out. And we're always about trying to measure up, right? You talk about the penis ego and being shy if we measure up if we're big enough. But most women, you know, they're fine. They they're okay with an average size penis, right? No big deal. Okay. We'll get into, you know, a micro penis and all that. And can you make up for it? And it's a sad, you know, sort of a situation when there is somewhat, you know, of the micro penis, okay? So you look at That situation, we'll get into that a little bit later, but sticking with the average, you know, the average length of an erect penis is most women said they are fine with that. They're totally fine with that. They're not looking for a huge, gigantic, mammoth, horse sized cock, okay? They want the average size, which is cool, okay? So, in most women it's how you use it, right? Everybody's heard this. So that's no secret. And guys, I'm going to tell you that is crucial. It's important. So, you know, if you know how to use it, you're going to be fine. And this is what you have to look at. You need to think that, you know what? The woman you need to hit the right spots in the vaginal area and Depending what positions, you know, if you're using doggy, woman on top, reverse cowgirl, all this, all these different positions. Everyone says there's hundreds of them. And I'm going to get into those in a bit. Everybody looks at Kama Sutra pictures and, oh, my God, I want to try this. I want to try this. There's, oh, my God, thousands of positions. And I'm going to debunk the myth about those positions and a little bit later on, right? So, the motion to your cock is important for women, right? Can you hit the certain pleasure zones with your cock by the angle and everything else? Not necessarily, you know, the size. Again, the average average size, a little under, a little over, fine. Most women are very, very happy with those and how you use it Is important. Do you tease a little bit before you put it all the way in? Do you just sort of tease the lips a little bit with the penis? Ooh, right. How many ladies like to be teased? Then you get driven nuts, right? You go crazy, and it's like, God damn it, just give it to me! Just stick it in. (laughs) And oh no, not yet. I'm going to make you beg for it a little more. How many women out there love that? Are you? Right, you can get teased too much. Right now, the big—I should say (laughs) big—I should say the average issue is: can you know? Is there a substitute? Say there is a gentleman that has a micro penis that has on a smaller size that could be, you know, erect. It's three inches, maybe a little bit under. Um you know, it's sad, it's a sad situation. How many women out there would be okay with that as long as he made up for it in air er- in different areas? And this is I would love to hear from the women out there on chat or also to give me give me a call too, right? Seven one two seven seven five seven zero three five, and then please enter five seven five zero nine nine the pound side, and you're going to be connected right to me. Okay, so I'd love to hear from you. Don't be shy out there. And getting back, you know, with the micro penises out there that might be on the very small side or smaller side, can you make up for it? Right? What about The man's tongue. What about fingers? Or would a toy do the trick to make up for it? I want to hear from women out there, and I don't want you to be shy, right? (laughs) Good luck, right? About is there a substitute for a hard cock inside you? Inside your vagina? Inside your mouth, maybe? Hmm. And some of those love it anal style, right? And you look at, is there a substitute for the real thing? I hear a lot of women keep saying, you know what? There is no substitute for the real thing. Greg, you know what? I love aura. I love even, you know, hands, fingers. But you know what? There's nothing like the real thing. So can you, for those gentlemen out there, you know, with the micropenises, there are, you know, implants and there are a lot of constructive or reconstructive surgery that can go but you're also dealing with a lot of nerve issues and everything and they don't have that perfected so there's a lot of issues but I want to know lady could you love a man that has a micro or uh, a smaller penis out there right and a lot of gentlemen out there that are in this situation Let's face it, it hits the ego, and they try to make it up in other situations, which is fine with the tongue, mouth, fingers, toys, whatever. And ladies, would you be okay with that? Would you like that? And I've heard ladies, both extremes, most most ladies, be honest, say, you know what, Greg, I, I wouldn't want to deal with that. I want I want something that's at least average. And some women out there said, you know what, that would be fine. Even last, I want to say last semester, I heard, you know what, I'd be fine with it as long as he can make it up with his tongue. <laughs> that would be, that'd be okay, right? Not only with penis size, the biggest issue, you know, with the, the male ego next to penis size is being able to, get it up the erectile problems oh my god is the male ego you know goes into it that um you know what? i'm not big enough okay one thing and i'm not good enough right and oh my god all this nervous and if i can't get it up oh my god she's gonna be turned off she's gonna think i'm no good i'm not man enough and these attack the male ego so that's why i want to talk about and we talked about in class to size or earlier today too that um you know about the penis size and the average 5.1 inches so a lot of guys go out there feel safe okay don't worry about it don't try to you know tape it or super glue it or wrap it around a door handle and trying to stretch it out to make it bigger i don't want you to hurt yourself okay but be okay that most women, they're fine with the average. It's how you use it. And every woman wants you to use it maybe in a different way. Do you, Are you hitting the G spot with it? You know, are you riding higher? Do you ride lower so you have the angle hitting more up at the G spot? Or riding down if you're doing doggy style. And everyone's trying to, I God, I wish I had a diagram and I did video right now. Show you diagrams. But, ladies, I think you know out there what I mean, and I'm hopefully, you know, some men might know what I mean, too. But this is where I want you to get dialed in with each other. Not be afraid to discuss this and what areas you want to be hit. Maybe you don't know, but at least try, experiment, right? And even, it was sad, a new couple, young couple, I saw last night, you know. Sex was like, eh, for her. They were both each other's first. And you look at the situation, what would it take for you to be maybe a little more confident and a little more boisterous and communicative with your needs and what you like and what you don't like? And I've already talked about this numerous shows ago about your sexual maturity And being able to be mature enough and safe enough, not only with your partner, but more importantly, safe enough with yourself to say, you know what? I like this. I want to try this. And there's nothing wrong with it. It doesn't make me a slut or a whore. And I always said this, right? I'm all for sluts and whores as long as you're only a slut and a whore and a nympho with me. Nobody else, right? Okay. So going into angles of maybe penetration, how you hit different angles with your average size penis, but, you know, try it. Different angles, different, you know, ride higher, like I said, lower. Angle it a little bit different than normal and see if it's pleasurable. Sometimes it might be painful, so, you know, I want her to tell you and be honest and be be clued into that, okay? Um, So... Talk, communicate, and not only angles, that is going to lead up to, what about sexual behaviors? Are they over the top anymore? Are they? I don't know. So we're going to talk about sexual behaviors and tie them in with sexual behaviors and boredom. Okay? Thank you for listening. I'm going to take a breather, take a short break this is the art of relationships radio show and i will be back in a couple minutes thank you so much if you're looking for that unique cool fashion statement check out shoes by shea on facebook she has hand painted a hand designed canvas shoes for you your loved one it's an inspirational piece unique to your own taste check out shoes by shea on facebook again that's shoes by shea on facebook
2: I always think it's happy. Yeah, the rapture.
0: Welcome back, everybody. Sorry about a little bit of dead air. Uh, This is the Relationships Radio Show, and this is Greg Dzinski, your host, licensed professional counselor and relationship and sex specialist. Ooh, now, if I only took my own advice. (laughs) Okay, welcome back, people. Talking about the situation, of course, with... uh, sexual behaviors and getting into those and boredom. I did the first part of the show on the penis size and everything else and trying to tie that in at different angles and everything. Again, the average size, guys, breathe, right? Feel a lot more relaxed. The average size erect penis is 5.1 inches. And like I said at the beginning of the show, guys, don't lie out there and stop measuring from your asshole. Got it? The penis... There is muscles that go there, but that's not how you measure it. <laughs> okay? Um, so, sexual behaviors. What about sexual behaviors? What do you love trying to do with this average size penis, right? If you're in a heterosexual relationship, and, you know, what do you like? Do you get into, or have you tried, you know, we talked about fetishes earlier today in class, you know, you know fetishes, and what is, you know, fetishes, you know, could be cross-dressing, could be, you know, you have to have sex, or the only way you have sex is wearing high heels, and that's the only way you get off. Maybe that's the, you have to wear the opposite genders clothes to be able to feel alive enough to get off, or perhaps, maybe you're in the bondage dominatrix, right? Ooh, the old Fifty Shades of Greg. Oh no, that's Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> but you look at the bondage. You look at the dominatrix. And were you interested? No. In and believe it or not, a lot of, lot of couples use a somewhat of mild bondage. Right. What about you? Think about people look at, you know, bondage and. Dominatrix, they look at, oh, my God, that's not for me. There's no way. Have you ever been tied up? Ooh. Have you ever been restrained? Handcuffs, right? The fuzzy pink little ones, right? What about getting tied up with a tie, ladies? Having your legs just tied to the bedpost and your arms tied up. What about guys? Guys, would you feel safe enough to do that? And just hope she don't cut your nuts off, (laughs) right? It takes a lot of trust. And to be able to feel relaxed and sort of let the adrenaline pump up through your body, right? And have that extra arousal phase. And then um, are you able to do that? Could you possibly... um, be into that would you want to incorporate that into your sexual repertoire and you're looking at a lot of adult you know situations are across the spectrum a lot of people are in the like i just talked about bondage demon even mildly you know could be a little spanking on the butt right to sort of heighten the sensory the touch sensory aspects in the skin that it heightens it. It sort of has a little maybe nastiness to it. On top, of heighten the sensory organ of the skin. Well, the skin is a sensory organ. You know what I mean? But it heightens it. It almost makes a, the nerve endings stand on end. It's a little tap. Some people like it harder, softer. So you look at it, believe it or not, this is part of, you know, A little bit of bondage, a little bit of dominatrix, maybe on the mild side, right? And how many ladies, right, talking about, you know, a little pain, not only spanking, they want those freaking nipple clamps, right? They want the nipple clamps. How many want to try those and use those as part of your sexual behavior, right? Maybe doing stuff in different rooms, right? Nipple clamps, like, oh, God, you know, I love them that... Uh, I love them, right? Nipple clamps, those are hot. However, guys, ladies, if you're going to try them, you never have, make sure you are erect, right? Ladies, you know what I mean. You got hard nipples. Your nipples are erect. And I talk about the erect penis, but you need to be erect to try those things. Oh, my God, we got someone on chat that says, I trust my husband enough to try, right? This is that's cool. And the individual on chat said, I try anything. Oh yeah. Then she freaking brags, right? So much for the average, but I have to be ready because he is bigger than average. Way to go individual on chat. Kill my ego bigger than average. Yeah. Whatever. Are you measuring right? Maybe he's not. No, (laughs) I'm teasing. Okay. That I, I agree. They have to be ready and Guys, if you are a little larger than average, or even on average, you have to, the women have to be prepared to take you inside of them, depending, you know, not only vaginally, but if you're in the anal sex, and that's part of your sexual behavior. And how many taboos out there um, that you think? there's no way I'm going to try it. Oh, my God, there's no way he's going to squeeze my nipples. There's no way I'm going to grab his balls. That's just no way. What would it take for you to step out and incorporate a little bit of different, what do you want to say, different activities in a sexual manner to kick those up? And I talked about, you know, talking dirty to you and all those. Those are incorporated sexual behaviors. But part of this, and I wanted to tie in with sexual behaviors and boredom, and I'm going to sort of get into that a little bit later about the boredom aspects. So maybe my theories, and it's a theory, I'm not saying I'm right, whatever, but I want people to look at when it comes to boredom sexually. And You know, I want you, you know, you can try different things and experiment, great, fantastic. And if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. But you're looking at the average, you know, what is the average sexual behavior in American society that, you know, are they into missionary, doggy style, woman on top, um, whatever, you know, reverse cowgirl, all this stuff. But you look at, you know, are you trying to are you trying to measure your sexual behaviors? This is the premise of this show. Are you trying to measure your sexual behaviors to porn? Are you trying to measure your sexual behaviors and boredom to porn, to other movies, to maybe you hear A buddy at work. Ladies, what about you? We all know you ladies talk about sex. And you guys are very risque, very specific about sexual likes, dislikes with your friends. However, you know, are you always trying to measure up? Or are you you okay just with shutting all the social media out? regarding sexual behaviors and everything else and just enjoying each other and not trying to measure up to the acrobatic porno geniuses, if you will, right? Why do you always have to keep measuring up? Why can't you measure up to each other in your sexual behaviors? Versus when you start focusing on, let's say, always Having to do this. And I get this with couples a lot. And it's both. Not just the woman, but also the man, where, you know what? Every time we have sex, we have to do, you know, bondage. We have to do role playing. We have to do this. Why can't we just have regular, normal sex? And the one that sort of doesn't want to think, oh, it's boring, it's whatever, they look and they pout and all this stuff. And I, yeah. Why not? Why can't you mix it up a little bit? What is it that, hmm, that centers on that you always need to role play, you know, get the whips, the chains, you need to get the paddle out, you need to get the handcuffs, the the ties, whatever, all the way out. And it's like, Holy crap! I get all this stuff. foul. Wow, now I'm too tired, <laughs> too tired to freaking use it. So you know, once in a while, it's great. But there's people out there that have a hard time looking at um, just normal sex. What is normal sex? But they always have to have an acrobatic adventure in looking at the situation to where why do I always have? Why do we always have? to engage in these extracurricular, gymnastic style, going for the gold medal positions or tactics or whips and chains and all this stuff that we have to do it every time. Why is that? That tells me, number one, that there is an issue, and that issue tends to be the emotional connection, right? If you, why are you always into, I'm all about trying different things and new things, you know, that's fine, I'm all into it, but if it is a necessity, meaning, right, it's the only way you get aroused, it's the only way you get horny <laughs> is by doing those or you want sex. I'm going to tell you right now, you have a problem, okay? And usually that problem is lay, sort of lays around intimacy and emotional connection. What is the focus on the acrobatics that porn stars are always role-playing, always doing all this stuff? It can be fun once in a while, but what, why is it a necessity for some people that they need that to be aroused? Because what happens? There is such an emotional disconnect. If you both enjoy it once in a while, you both. You, I'm not saying you don't feel emotionally connected, right? But a lot of times, the emotional disconnect comes from one partner or the other because it's always a freaking circus act, you know? It's like you're going to a musical before you have sex and all this stuff. Is it mandatory to get the other one off? That's an issue. The number one issue that goes into that is the emotional connection. What's it take for one person that demands or requires or needs all that, you know, the B&D, the S&M on a regular basis, and that's all they want to have, sex? What is detracting from the emotional connection? that you don't care about the emotional connection, or maybe it's just about physical with you, and that means your partner's not going to feel emotionally connected. They're going to start feeling like a boy toy, if they're a guy, or a woman, like a piece of ass, and that's it. That, you know what, if they don't do this, it puts a lot of pressure on the relationship, puts a lot of pressure on the other partner, and it more or less tells them, you don't care. Ooh. I want to hear some people either on chat or give me a call. Let me know if I'm full of crap. If I'm totally out of it, right? The phone number again, 712-775-7035 and then enter 575099 the pound sign. It'll get you right into the topic of discussion. I would love to to hear from people on this topic. And I want to hear from ladies and men what you want. I'm a guy. You know what? I like a little bit, I even said, told people, according to S&M and all this stuff, I'm very vanilla vanilla sexually, even though I do this for a living. You know, little things are great, but I'm always, I want the emotional connection. You can have fun and all this stuff and just a physical. And we talked about difference between um, making love and fucking on other shows, sometimes you just want to fucking animalistic and just, oh, grind each other, right? <laughs> and other times you want that, you know, the closeness, the slowness, the soulfulness. I think you can have the emotional connection doing both fucking or making love. And I talked about that. I'm not going to get into that. I talked about that on more than one or two shows previously, but you look at, you know, why are you bored sexually, right? And if there is something, not only bored, l- women might get bored because they don't feel the emotional connection. Guys do too, but I hear this from guys, and I hear this mainly from women too, that they don't feel the emotional connection when they don't feel that, or they always feel like a, a piece of ass or they have to be a acrobat sexually all the time they get bored because the emotional connection is not there, okay? Not only that, if they're not feeling it, right? They're not getting their orgasm going on. They're not getting off in their their husband, boyfriend, lovers, whatever. You know, friends with benefits, actually you'll get a new friends with benefit if they're not good. If they're not getting you off or it seems like they don't care about your pleasure, right? A lot of women, I've heard this shit this week, I think three times this week, and it's only Wednesday, that they're afraid to hurt their man's ego. They don't want to hurt their feelings. They don't want to crush their ego because, let's face it, right, guys' egos, and at the beginning of the show, talked about penis size and uh, the penis ego of us men, but that they're afraid to crush them. So they sell themselves out, meaning women sell themselves out, and they keep just putting up with shitty sex. They keep putting up with not getting their needs met. Well, Greg, I do when I'm by myself, whatever. And I'm like, it's not the same. Yeah, I know, Greg, it's not the same. But why don't you tell them, damn it, you need to lick me this way? You need to be better at this. Most guys, me included, I am like, shit, if I'm not pleasing you, tell me, teach me your ways. Please, hit me upside the head. You know, hit me in the back of the head. Slap my ass, whatever. Greg, do it like this. I want to learn. Most guys out there, they want to learn. Okay? So, don't be afraid. And if you, the guy's ego is crushed, you know what? That is not your issue. I get it. You have big hearts, ladies, and you don't want to hurt his ego and make it worse. However, you know what? He needs to man up and say, you know what? I'm glad you told me, man. I want to be better. And this goes back to, you know, the sexual behaviors and tied in with the boredom and emotional connection. The emotional connection is there. You can communicate about anything, right? So don't be shy. You're also hitting on the mark, right, that, like me, I want guys and women too. You know what? If I'm not good enough for you sexually, I want you to tell me because I want to be the best you ever had. You got it? I want to freaking make your toes curl. I want to make your eyeballs just freaking bulge out. And then roll in the back of your head, right? I want your freaking skin standing on top of skin giving you goosebumps. I want to teach me. Teach me how to do that, ladies, right? And a lot of ladies, they don't want to because the guy either should know or they're afraid that the guy's egos are too fragile and they won't be able to handle it, okay? So you look at... The aspect where most guys, you need to man up. And if your ego gets shattered, true confidence, again, right, is you're willing to learn. You know if you're not perfect, if you're not going hitting it, (laughs) I don't know what else to say, pleasing your woman, satisfying your woman, she's going to get bored, right? But ladies, do yourself justice and clue your man in. Not a year down the road, not two years down the road, not six weeks, six months, whatever down the road. Do it now. Hey, this is how I want to be pleased. I would love it if you did this. Teach your man. You know what? It's going to be the best thing you can do for your sexual. Benefit your sexual satisfaction. The guy will feel better about himself because he's going to get clued in for one, and you guys are going to feel safe to be able to talk about anything and about pleasing each other. And guys, I want you to tell your lady that too. It's not just for the guys with the sexual behaviors. If they're not, you know, if you want to try something, if you're in the fetishes, if you're in the bondage, whatever. And again, you know, And tell your lady, right? Now, yeah, on text, you know, after 25 years, we have tried a lot and it's been great. But three weeks ago, emotional, great sex left us both so shaky. We couldn't even eat breakfast. It was very deep and we were connected on every level. Ah, that's what I want for couples. Now, I'm Fucking jealous. Gee, thanks a lot. Wait, wait a minute. Yeah, I am jealous. Damn it. No, Uh, I'm happy for you guys. You know, individual on on the chat room. You know what? I'm happy. That's what I want with couples. And you're right. Again, it doesn't have to always be crazy porn sex to be mind blowing. You center on. The emotional connection. Like I said, the boredom, a lot of people come in, you know, it could be guys, women. I'm bored because I always want to do this. I always want to try this and be, like I mentioned before, a gymnast, an acrobat. I want to, oh my God, I want to tie one leg around your neck and the other one around my neck, and I want us, you know, like a freaking weeble wobble, if you remember what the hell. I don't even know if they have those toys out anymore. You know, it's almost like you end up with uh, two slinklies intertwined with each other, and you both are freaking miserable, sore, not comfortable. Hey, but we did it this way. You know what? When there's boredom, it's not necessarily the sexual acrobatics that are missing typically it is the eye-to-eye soulful connection that you're missing and i cannot stress that enough and i'm all about having fun and sometimes being risque you know different rooms of the house, all this stuff, do stuff, have sex with the lights on, go outside at noon, and have sex in your front yard, in front of the, na- no, wait, 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 no, I don't want you to get arrested, I'm freaking joking about that, right, if you do, don't tell anyone I told you to do that, because I'm not coming out and bailing your ass out of jail, but, you know, there's different things you can try without being a freaking acrobatic, okay, so, You know, you look at the emotional connection. That is huge. So you hit on that. You know, sexual behaviors in American culture, I think we are so um, looking at, you know, the different acrobats. We have to try this. We have to do this. Oh, my God, so-and-so is doing this. Oh, my God, look at this porn. We need to do this. You can try, and if you don't like it, great. But... Don't always focus on your sex life, turn it into an acrobatic porn show, SM, spank your ass whips, chains, you know, humiliation, all this stuff to get off. Because it's gonna if you need that all the time, there's typically gonna be an issue. Focus on the emotional connection and get rid of the damn stereotypes and the media hypes out there, to sex, right? Focus on emotional connection. Yeah, try different things. I'm all about it. But if your main focus is you need that to be pleased all the time or not to be sexually bored, then there's going to be issues, right, in the relationship. And we know if there's problems in the sex life, it's going to create havoc in the relationship mostly. If, if it doesn't reach havoc in a relationship, typically one or both partners are lying to themselves, right? Or they're afraid to admit that it's reaching havoc in a relationship, okay? So, not only that, look at that. You know, I want to hear, you know, how many of you just don't have normal sex? It can be fun. It can be Tidlating, Ooh, nice choice of words, right? How many women like to be (laughs) tidlated? But you look at, you know, you can have fun with sex. I'm all about it. Have fun. Explore. But don't focus all the time that we have to do a new thing. We have to do it this way. We have to, oh my God, I got to put my freaking Lone Ranger mask on, I put my spurs on, and you know what, I got to make sure your nipple clamps are on, and all this, my butt plugs are in, and pretty soon, oh my god, it's like, shit, I'm too tired now, (laughs) you know, and another thing we talked about, you know, about the choking aspects, and a lot of people, you know, that are in the choking, I'm not, that's not my thing, But for those that enjoy it, it's exhilarating. It's like an energy rush, but you need to feel very safe, right? Now, do you need that like any other outside-the-box or sexual variation? Do you need that to get off all the time? That tells me something might be wrong In a relationship. That's the first thing I go after. So look at it. Why do I always need this to get off? Are you adrenaline junkie? Or is it just to feel alive in the relationship that you always need the whips and chains to be choked or whatever? Do you need those to feel alive in the relationship, right? Do you? Hmm. So remember... Penis size, the average, 5.1 inches, hard, guys. Don't lie to the women, right? Don't measure your penis and you're measuring half inches, saying it's eight inches. (laughs) Measure true length. Doesn't matter if you're average. Don't get hung up on it. Get more hung up on pleasing your lady in your life, okay? What she loves, how she wants it, rough, slow, This angle, that angle, top, angle right, angle left, angle up, angle down, right? Inside out, all the way around. (laughs) But you communicate. Be comfortable with that. And, you know, with sexual behaviors, I'm all about spicing it up. But the number one thing is have fun, joke around, and also, number one, feel the soulful connection where you, you both shake, you both feel so. Oh my God! Connected and exhausted and in a great way, and it doesn't have to be a marathon sex episode. Like the individual on chat mentioned, I I can't agree with that more. And that's what I try to get couples and individuals to get and to understand. And I love to hear that from the chatter that they have that, and it, it's phenomenal. And Some people, they don't realize that. Maybe they're too shy sexually. Maybe they're too insecure with themselves to be able to let go and to be emotionally close like that. And what would it take? I'm not saying if your partner's an asshole or a bitch, they might not deserve you to open up that way. Then maybe you're with the wrong partner for one, or maybe they need to not be that way. And evolve into a decent person, right? And not disrespectful. And also, you know, with sexual boredom and everything, hit on the emotional connection number one. And you look at, you know what? If it's just acrobatics and if it's just about the physical presence of sex, we're going to get bored. And a lot of men, believe it or not, we want the connection too. Just like you ladies. Have fun. Explore. I'm all about that. But do not always make it about a freaking escapade sex. Because you're going to always reach for the top. And you're always going to try something new. And you're not focusing on the connection, the emotional connection between you guys, right? When that is in place... Chances are, the satisfaction for you both sexually will be enhanced. It'll be a lot easier. <laughs> I'm laughing to come by. <laughs> um, a lot easier for you guys to come by. You focus on the emotional connection, but also have fun, right? I'm all all about the physical pleasure of sex. Fuck yeah, hell yeah, right? But you want the emotional connection as well. If you're in the anal sex, if you're in the whatever, that's great, right? But do you need a certain style? Do you need a certain thing to get aroused all the time or you're bored? That tells me, again, not to be a broken record. You want to hit on the emotional connection. And I think once that's cemented, it's going to be very difficult for you to be bored sexually, even being, uh, if you're an acrobat, (laughs) a gymnast, right, male or female, or if you're just doing missionary eye-to-eye contact where you guys feeling each other breathe, paying attention to each other's eyes, almost like you can see each other, not only see it, but feel each other's essence and soul. Got me? Do you understand me, right? Everybody, I hope you have awesome, awesome sexual life and a sexual relationship and one that's so emotionally connected, right, with that average 5.1-inch penis. (laughs) (laughs) Okay? I had a joke. Oh, wow. Just me. (laughs) Thank you, everybody, for listening in. I appreciate it. Quite a few... I think, yeah, quite a few people listening. I definitely appreciate it. Oh, and um, I think over 4,500, 4,500 followers. I was just at 4,000, got a week or two ago. So this is cool. Please, I appreciate it. Tell your friends, family, don't tell your kids. You don't want your kids listening to my language and stuff. But I appreciate it very much, and I cannot thank you enough for all your support and your kind words and making the show possible, for one thing, and allowing me into your life and hopefully help you have better, happier, healthier, more sexually fulfilling relationships, okay? Check out theartofrelationships.org, my website, also all over Facebook. And tomorrow, I am going to post a little bit More of an excerpt of my forthcoming book on Facebook. So pay attention. Again, much love to everybody out there. Thank you so much. Oh, and if you know anyone that is interested in advertising or sponsoring an episode or the the relationships radio show, get a hold of me. Thank you so much, people. Everybody take care. Have a nice Wednesday evening. Much love.
1: Licensed Relationship and Sex Counselor, Greg Dazinskis, also known as Master G, the art of relationships will cover crucial elements in rebuilding emotional and physical intimacy in your romantic relationships. He will also welcome live calls from listeners help him with these very challenges. Heard of the old repetitive and tiresome tit-for-tat arguments? Greg gets to the root of couples' challenges in a quick, matter-of-fact format, plus applies compassion and humor. Join in discovering how to improve your romantic relationship and your own life. Listen, laugh, and climax to a happier you. Greg is a licensed professional counselor in the state of Michigan, but to some of us, he is simply known as Master G.